Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale. We're sitting here in the studio. We're talking cocktails and, and bratty children. Oh, yes. We're having great yeah. times here. I'm, I'm smiling. We're smiling. <laughs> we're smiling and we're wearing Hillary Clinton t-shirts. Well, one of us is. Yes, yes. Apparently. Yep. There's one big one that we're sharing. It's yep. like a double. <laughs> yep. <laughs> unity. Yep. Unity. Stronger together. Yeah, exactly. That's what we are. Ugh. You're listening to International <laughs> Waters. country upon whose green and pleasant lands Jerusalem was not builded from the Guilty Feminist podcast and the upcoming Sharon Horgan and Graham Linehan sitcom Motherland, it's Jessica Fosticue. Hello. Hello, Yay. Jess. Jess, call How me are Jess. You? I'm good, thanks. I'm very well. I'm very well. I'm, a, a, I'm eight and a half out of ten. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. Strong. Yeah. Strong open yeah. gambit. It's very specific. I'm running on eight hours sleep. I'm reading on a Kindle at the moment, and I've made time for 4% of a very good book today. Great. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm on fire. You don't need to do anything else for today. 4% of a book. That's really living. Tell me about Motherland. Oh, so it's a new sitcom. Um, uh, It's Graham Linehan and his wife, Helen Linehan, and Sharon Horgan, and another really brilliant, um, but not yet as well-known writer called Holly Walsh. She's better known over here. Four of them have written it. Um, and my acting aside, I think it's going to be brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, it's so beautifully written that it's and and it's been the huge char- the huge two characters in it have been so beautifully cast. Um, yeah, I, I hope it's going to it deserves to be lauded. So awesome. fingers crossed. It'll be out I think at the end of the year here. But um, knowing knowing those guys, there'll be some sort of arrangement with it to be on in the states as well. I see. Okay. Good. Here's yeah. hoping. Here's hoping. Also playing for Team UK, he is known worldwide for his gripping and important work in the movie Pride. He's also a stand-up comedian. His name is Joe Sutherland. Hello. Hello, Joe. Hi, how's it going? Good, good. So tell, tell, us, tell us about Pride. So I was, I believe, what we call a supporting artiste for many oh. days on the shoot of that film. And there was uh-huh. one scene where um, there was a kind of mini press conference taking place. And one uh-huh. of the lead characters is being interviewed by um, some uh, journalists. And I was one of these journalists, but I was at the back of the pack. And I managed uh-huh. to catch eye with the lead uh, part as he called to the journalist and said, OK, next question, you, the cute one. And I just kind of like jumped up and caught the compliment with my face so that that he would then react and they had no choice but to like refocus the cameras on me and we kind of reshot it three times and I was pushed to the front it was oh so satisfying amazing you know when you're in those tiny roles and you're like I will do whatever I can you got one shot man yeah (laughs) this is that is how you get ahead in this in this industry You've done it, Joe Sutherland. (laughs) So what's next for you? We have a fantastic comedian here called Ellie Taylor, uh, and she's going on tour, and I go on the road with her and do some of her support. So Uh we're doing that this autumn. I love Ellie. Love it. Yeah, she's hilarious. You are fucking tearing it up, Joe Sutherland. (laughs) So Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. We have... Got to ask if we're allowed a noise instead of a word. 
Well, let's see if you can make it. Ready? Oh! Oh! It's That's a sort a, of it's well, a, doing it one an almost another. judgmental dismissal, but not quite. Um, you know, we're not going to do anything about it. We're just. <laughs> yeah. oh! It's the noise of being vocally appalled. I love well, it. I think I've heard that on the Bake Off. Yeah, I, yeah. I I've heard it in my dreams, <laughs> uh, and I'll I'll accept it. I'll Thank accept. You. Great. All right, Team UK is that noise. Uh, okay, playing for the nation that is somehow still in the middle of the 2016 Democratic primary. Joining us all the way from Philadelphia. What yes. a commute it's been for you. Michelle uh-huh. Balloon. Uh, thank you. How thank are you? I'm great. It's very nice to see you, Dave it's so good to see you. We're uh-huh. old friends. We're old friends, and I like meeting new friends, yeah. even if it's just by ear. So you're taking off all the boxes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. No, I it's a great, it. great morning. Yeah. I'm done. That's like 4% of the Kindle. This is what mm-hmm. I've done that's productive. I love it. <laughs> now, here in the States, I, I think, I'm sure this doesn't apply to you because you have a five-year-old, but mm-hmm. while uh, the UK is decompressing from the Edinburgh Festival, mm-hmm. uh, all of the worst people I know in Los Angeles are decompressing from Burning Man. Oh, Have you really? run into any I, former no, burners? You know what? I, I, I don't know. I think that just I push burners away from me. I don't know yeah. if I have any more burners left in my life. Yeah. Or maybe they just know that that's not something I want to talk about at all. Yeah. So I just think be. that they're just tired for no reason. You could, oh, you you're You could be haggard. putting that energy out. Yeah. <laughs> my neighbors, uh, I guess, went because they their car suddenly was like, it, it was gone for a week and then it came back covered in playa dust. Oh, Which see. is, you know, like the, it's what Playa is kicked the up. word for beach, Playa right? is the word okay. for the, the big, you know, desert right. plain where it all takes place. And there were a couple of like, you know, bicycles with fuzzy seats and whatever, like <laughs> yeah, strapped no. to the back. And so I was out walking Finn and Finn like sniffed the car for a minute and then it was just like. So glad and it was like. Dog. Hippies. <laughs> yeah, just, like, totally. It was like, this is the away. dog equivalent of being bored by a Burning Man story. <laughs> also dropping in for Team U.S. In a Bernie t-shirt. <gasps> oh. Oh, I hadn't shit. even noticed. I just have so many of them. Why must we keep relitigating 2016? It's like we called each other. I can still like the guy. You yeah, can still he, like the guy. Of course. You can like anybody. It's Chris Fairbanks. Hey, that's my name. How are you? I'm all right. <laughs> I, um, I, um, sorry I'm late. It's I was okay. Late. It's I, okay. Uh, it's a city. What a hard city to live in. It is. And drive in. And you're at the way far end. Yeah, I'm, I'm by the water. You're but, right by the water. Well, you know how much surfing I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm always in there. Um, the- I'm rarely <laughs> surfing. I don't know why I live by the ocean. <laughs> I just do. You just do. It suits you. Yeah. Uh, so what's new with you, Chris? I'm Fairbanks. allergic to it, actually. Mm. I think I'm allergic to whale dander. What's new? <laughs> yeah. I have a, a metal hip. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How's that going? I'm part uh, robot. It's You're great. more machine than man. It feels yeah. great. I'm mostly man still. Okay. <laughs> that depends on where I'm at, though. Yeah. Um, Technically, you're a cyborg now, Chris. I am. Exciting. I am. Tech- I am. I really am. Has your pain level oh, increased? Okay. It is in your body. I thought maybe it's you in, just like, yeah. stopped at a thrift store. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, here. Look at my metal <laughs> You don't know. I'm just holding it. It's submerged in a jar. <laughs> uh yeah, it's uh, the pain relief was immediate. Yeah, right. Just in the joint itself. Yeah, the leg was sore, you know, because they pull your leg off for about forty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. yeah, I'm fine now though. It's you for get the better. Good for you. Yeah, did you get a video of it or something? You know what I did? <laughs> I made the I made the mistake of watching this team of doctors do it to a guy on YouTube, so I knew exactly what uh, was in store for me. No, it was a bad idea. Never do that. Very violent. Team US, what is your buzz in word? What word represents America? So I I have, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? No, you go ahead and we'll use yours. (laughs) (laughs) So I, so I think, I think the one I like the best is, um, is Mnuchin. 
Mnuchin. That's going to be hard to get out. I yeah. know. I can do it. Mnuchin. It's a couple, it's a couple, hard, couple Mnuchin. hard consonants. Mnuchin. Okay, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers. One point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, just imagine if a famously, let's say, anti-masturbation senator got busted watching porn and putting it on Twitter. Who could have seen that coming? Coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, like, how telling that the porn that he chooses is a two-minute clip on Twitter where the actual sex is going on in the background and you can't really see that much of it. Hey, buzz in with your buzzing words when you know the answers. Uh-huh. Got it. Okay, okay. okay, question number one, terrible dating news. Now, there has been no recorded instance of a good date ever happening, although sometimes people forget because they get to have sex at the end. But one Tinder date in Bristol is a hot contender for the worst date ever where nothing illegal happened. Liam Smith had to break his window when his date got stuck between the two non-opening panes of his window. How did she end up there? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the word. I don't know the word. Mnuchin. Mnuchin. She was. uh, She. She was trying to. Trying to throw away her poop, and then uh, yes. and she threw it, and it got caught between the windows. So she yeah. called him in, and she had to hand <laughs> him the poop, and yeah. he discarded the poop, and he couldn't get her out. So the fire department had to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, you're pretty much right on the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a description of the event, but you pretty much hit every every beat. <laughs> I read you hit it. all of the bullet points. I read it, and I was amazed by it. Mnuchin, Mnuchin. Yeah, okay. there you go. Sorry. Point to the U.S. Uh, That was a thing that a million people had in their Twitter feeds, and I'm just not going to ever click on a like a thing where a woman has a poop. Uh -uh. That was enough. The 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 140 characters was enough for me. I didn't need to find any more out. Yep. In fact, really 70. You can tap it at 70. (laughs) What if that was the the Cruz Ted Cruz porn? Uh, Is that story? That's what that's what got his rocks off. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) captivity poop stories. Oh boy. (laughs) Hey, for for a bonus for a bonus point, tell me about a terrible dating experience you've had. And it maybe after hearing that one, it's been put into perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, Mnuchin. Yeah, Michelle. Um, okay, so this is the very first date I had with my husband. Yeah. In which um, I was happy he didn't have long hair, which was in his picture. I didn't want I didn't want him to have long hair, but we had a dinner, a nice dinner, and I got a little drunk. He doesn't drink very much. Mm. Chris knows my husband. Oh yeah, he's and a scientist. He's a scientist. Ooh. But at the end of the date, um, he. We he didn't pick up the check. He just split the check with me, and it was really uh-huh. awkward. And so I emailed a friend of mine. I said, yeah, and she asked how it went. I just said, I remember this. And I just said, I said, I, I said it was fine. I was like, I just he didn't. I said he didn't pay, and and I just if he asked me out again, then I'll go out with him. But I don't really care. Yeah. And remember, I was like, oh man, you're gonna marry him. <laughs> yeah. No, I, wasn't. I, wasn't. I wasn't. But he did ask me out. I did go out with him, and yeah. it was fine after that. But yeah. that one, it was a bad date until it that wasn't. Sounds like yeah. a terrible. Uh, date. Yeah. It sounds he, like a terrible. He read an article that said he's supposed to do that. I have no idea. It was rude, but he remembers it differently. I have told him he remembers it differently, even though I've showed him this email I sent that night. Yeah. Where I said that. I think a credit card receipt <laughs> uh, <yeah>. will <laughs> clear everything up. You're right. Michelle, you're a strong and powerful and intimidating human. I know. I know. Gene <laughs> Simmons. <laughs> said that yeah. to her what is that no, true he, no said it to he me he said it to oh. you he said to me i have no idea what you do but i'm sure you do it very oh, well oh yeah yeah you gene just, simmons first he said something to chris and then yeah. he yeah yeah and i thought it was really specific to me and then a book came out with the title you're a powerful and handsome man and i was yeah. like oh okay that's literally exactly what he i said. guess he just throws that around <laughs> all right team uk uh, give me some bad dating stories i am um, it was my last date with a guy <laughs> yeah. i'd been dating for a couple of weeks um, when I was a student, and um, uh, no, I'd been seeing him for a few weeks, and we had a two-week break from university, and then um, I realized when I was away, I didn't want to see him anymore. Like, there's nothing going on. 
Um, right. So I met up with him, um, assuming that it was obviously a fizzler um, <laughs> and that this wouldn't be news kind of necessarily. Um, and anyway, I met him in a really hot, sweaty coffee shop. And we, and that was kind of distressing enough. But then when I said, like, I think, you know, let's be mates. I don't, th- I don't feel any kind of chemistry growing or anything. He, to my shock, like, broke down and was, cry- oh. like, really oh. crying. And I, was like, <laughs> and, I, and I was sweating so much. And it was as if that's not horrible enough. Like, I was like, okay, right, I thought this might take half an hour. And, and I was there for two hours. And I... I was sweating so much and it got to a point where he said, why don't you take your jumper off? You, It's so hot in here. Why don't you take your jumper off? <laughs> it's because underneath I'd run out of clothes because I'd been away. I hadn't done any washing. And underneath I was wearing a, a vest that a friend had bought me that was pink and in huge black writing said, dirty bird. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love this And I story. took it off because he said, you've got to, wait, come on, take your, take your sweater off. And then, uh, and yeah, and he, was, he, was repul- he was so angry. That needs to be a, like a, a a short film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, you marry that's him. That's true. Yeah. Maybe I will write that. <laughs> All right, going once, going twice. Bad dating experiences. Uh, oh, um, oh, well, sure, this yeah. one, in fact, it isn't even mine. It's actually my boyfriend, so I just um, oh. won't let him listen. So it's to yours. By transit of No, he went on a date with someone. Um, I think just a few months before we met, and so it was like through an app on a Sunday afternoon. You know, so he clearly had a certain hungover activity on his mind and sure. goes to meet this guy at a pub uh, nearby and uh, sort of sits down, looks across the table and is like, this is not the same person. Like, clearly this guy was using a 15-year-old photograph. Right. Um, but yeah. he'd already bought a round of drinks and this guy was really boring. He just, like, had no chat. He was, you know, worked in, like, IT supplies or something. And so, uh, IT supplies, supplies. Yeah. not even, you know, not even the administration, <laughs> just the supplying. Um, and so <laughs> when they finish the drinks, uh, my boyfriend gets up and says like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll get the next round and walks over to the bar, past the bar, into the bathroom, comes out of the bathroom, leaves the bar <laughs> and just yeah. manages to like complete. So this poor guy, I'm just imagining from his perspective that this is such an awful date. He's clearly into it if he's there giving all his IT supply chat and oh. thinking like, oh, I'm going to really impress this lovely, handsome boy. And then um, he just walks out without saying goodbye he's just like i'll get some drinks <gasps> oh that was a cowardly God, dismount <laughs> yeah Horrible. that is a cowardly dismount it yeah is. but it's okay i snapped him up he won't be doing that to anyone else <laughs> oh, hell no hell no points all around move on question number two future jack black movie news authorities in the state of vermont are seeking a theft suspect who shoplifted an air rifle from a sporting goods store according to reports when the theft occurred the thief was dressed as what animal not typically pound found rather <laughs> in this part of the world is he typically found at the pound no <laughs> well darn it i thought it was yeah. a clue nope um mnuchin. yeah oh boy that was who, what's the, no mnuchin <laughs> u.s just buy a buy a nose um i'm gonna have to go with uh kangaroo no incorrect uk to steal um, a fish? Because it was on land. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 that's a very good guess. It's a solid guess, but no. Jess? Crocodile. No. <laughs> God damn it, a panda. Oh, oh, I, oh man. 
on. Let me tell you all about it. Shop employees said that the suspect had looked at the rifle earlier in the day without a panda suit and then returned later to steal the gun. As of the time of this recording, uh, the panda gunman has not been apprehended, but enemies of the Oxford comma can only assume his plan is to eat, shoot, and leave. Oh, Remember that book? God, yes. <laughs> Remember that book? No. Really made grammar and punctuation Wait, it's fun. Like, it's like you're we talking about We might as well end the whole podcast here. <laughs> All right, at the end of round one, the scores are U.S. has four, the U.K. has two. Let's move on to a round we're calling hashtag Hollywood scares or hashtag celebrity scares or British guests can join in. Uh, This episode drops just before Halloween uh, for our listeners. Our friends in the U.K. still cling to the classic scary vibes that follow the original Celtic holiday of Samhain. They dress as terrifying things like witches or demons or yourself in your 30s. Meanwhile, we here in America have transformed this supernatural evening into an excuse to dress in as little clothing as possible and call ourselves sexy. Uh, Okay, so with that in mind, we're going to mash up both of those things and ask you to give us your scariest versions of your favorite celebrities. Uh, For example, you might say Gulia Roberts or Tom Shanks for the Americans. Or for the Brits, you might have Grim Norton or Bat Smith. Uh, Buzz in with your best Hollywood scares uh, now. Mnuchin. <gasps> oh, UK. Jude Lawnmower Man. Oh, yes. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Mnuchin. Yeah. Uh, it, it is Tilda Defoe, which is a combination of Willem Defoe and Tilda Swinton, two people that on their own scare me, and they've gilded. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Two points. Two yeah. points. That's a double. That's a, <gasps> that's a twofer. Yep, UK. Naomi Investment Scamble. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. Um, Glenn closed head injury. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Manu- yeah. Uh, Christopher Walking dead. Okay. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. I mean, we all made a noise. UK. Colin Ferrell dogs that bite you on the ankles. Yes, <laughs> sure. Um, uh, Mnuchin. Yeah. Johnny Strep throat. Okay. <laughs> I love how all of them have a... This. Uh, UK. Catherine Zeta Bones. No, oh, I like Okay, that. sure. <laughs> All right, last, la- last one. Yeah. Uh, uh, the dead British pot, or they're Swedish, actually. Stabba. Stabba. Uh, <laughs> Stabba. Sure. Oh, God. U- UK. Oh, that hurt me. UK. Um, oh, I have two uh, One Direction related ones Louis Gremlinson and Harry Piles. Although I don't know if you call them piles, do you just call them hemorrhoids? Uh, but I know what you mean. Yeah, okay. pi- yeah. 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 Is it like a rash of some kind? No, it's hemorrhoids. It's hemorrhoids. No, it's like, That's even worse. <laughs> when your bum's inside. What are they piles of? Piles of, of, of bloody vessels Why did I ask? Why did I ask? I don't yeah. want to know. I don't Lower want to know. Intestine. Okay, that round is over. That round is over now. <laughs> that round is canceled. <laughs> that round like, is over. Let's talk about it. Looks I don't like want to talk grapes. about it anymore. Here are the scores. Here are the scores. A bunch of grapes. Here are the scores. I went to a Halloween party once in Albuquerque where my uncle I hope this lived. is about piles. <laughs> Not this time. But um, we didn't realize, we didn't have, me and my mum didn't have time to dress up very much. And I said to a lady there, like, because they all had such incredible costumes. And I was like, I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to get a scary costume. And she said, uh-huh. Sweetie, you don't need a costume to look scary. You're British. <laughs> oh my God! Oh no! Wow. How awful! Oh, when, what year was this? God, I hate that person. Uh, I do too. It, it, what year was it? it? Was the year that Obama got elected? It was oh. around. Oh no, yeah, we did. We did that take that out on the Brits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. The scores are: the U.S. is in the lead with eleven. The U.K. has eight. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Oh. 
I love it. Oh, good oh, man, stuff. Every time. Uh, well, I hope that you're enjoying this podcast you're listening to as much as we are pretending to. But anyway, why not listen to another podcast too? It's called The Flop House. And on our podcast, uh, we have recently watched a movie, often a bad movie, and we review it on our podcast, but mainly talk about other stuff and, I don't know, hang out. It's all about hanging out, feeling like you're being with your best friends. Who are your best friends? Us three. Dan McCoy, <laughs> Emmy Award-winning writer for The Daily Show, Stuart Wellington, owner of the best bar in Brooklyn, Hinterlands, and Elliot Kalin, former Emmy-winning head writer for The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, former head writer of Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Return, uh, so many things. Author of the upcoming children's book, All right, Dog. that's enough. The Elliot's credits just go on and on. Yeah, but if you like the idea of listening to three funny guys talk about bad movies, then why not come over and listen to The Flop House? It's uh, available at MaximumFun.org or wherever fine podcasts are found. So get out of here. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm really just starting the show up again, so we stopped the conversation that we were having during the break <laughs> because it was about number twos, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us, playing for the U.S. of A, are Michelle Balloon and Chris Fairbanks. Yes. Playing mm-hmm. for the United Kingdom, Jessica Fustacue and Joe Sutherland. Hello. Now it's time for a round we are calling You've Been Ad. Mm. Okay, call them what you Ooh. want. Advertisements, commercials, stark demonstrations of the value of art during late-stage capitalism. Ads have been ingrained in our cultures for a decades. Given that, they've become one of the most parodied things around. So in this game, we're going to play you some short clips. You're going to tell me, real ad or have you been had? <laughs> if you think it's a real ad, say real ad. If you think you've been had, say, I do not believe, sir, that that is a real ad. Uh, team U.S., these first ones are for y'all. And do, we don't have to buzz in. Did you already say that? I wasn't. You don't have to buzz okay, in. Okay. Okay, so uh, here's a commercial, or maybe not a commercial, for Finger of Fudge. You tell me whether it's real or fake. A finger of fudge is just enough to give your kids a treat. A finger of fudge is just enough until it's time to eat. It's full of peppery goodness, but very small and neat. A finger of fudge is just enough to give your kids a treat. (laughs) Okay, Finger of Fudge. Is that real or fake? It, it, I, I, have we been had? Yeah, I, I think, think that's I a think, joke. I think that's, I think that's a, a joke. Sketch, yeah, from, yeah, from a naughty show. Yes. A sketch from a naughty bit show. Well, guys, guess what? You're wrong. It was oh, real. That was, that was real. for Cadbury's Fudge <laughs> in 1979. Team UK. It seems to have jogged some memories. Yeah. So it's a candy yeah. based on. It's fudge. Well, like neither of us were alive when that was on, but we both. But heard adverts that still sounded like that in like yeah. 1999. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, also, there's Christ still a chocolate almighty. bar here called Fudge. And yeah. it is one finger of fudge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really hate I really hate where every conversation takes us in this particular episode. <laughs> so we're gonna keep going. You know, I like it. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Clip number two for Dime Bar. I'd... Nope. Mm. I like armadillos. <laughs> Smooth on the inside, <laughs> crunchy on the outside. Armadillos. Dime. Okay. So was that real? I just you've been had. I don't want it to be like insulting to say for each one this, but we've been had. Yeah, I feel like I've mm-hmm. been okay. had. Okay. Well, I don't want to say this for everyone either, but that was real. That was that real. Was, uh, yeah. yeah, that Armadillo was advertising the smooth famous. on the outside, crunchy on the inside dime bar, starring character comedian Harry Enfield. Okay. Uh, clip number three. Ladies and gentlemen, owing to the present state of the theatrical profession. I have, with great reluctance, been forced to accept a job as a supporting actor 
to a lady doing a commercial for eggs. Oh, here she is now. I find as his housekeeper, eggs is easy. Just as well with our cooking them. I think. I mean, I that think was real because it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, I think it's real. It was real. Uh-huh. That was real. That was Tony Hancock advertising eggs in the 1960s, uh, just shortly after they stopped being rationed. So there you go. They were a luxury that anyone could have in their home. Uh, clip number four: Duke's barrel cheese. We're, we're in, in love. love. I flip one of these croissants. I'm not wearing any underwear. I'm stoned. I'm a racist. I'm pretending to have cancer. Duke's Barrel Cheese. Duke's Barrel Cheese. The cheese for liars. <laughs> that's, 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 I, it's fake. I, I, I that is I fairly that. obviously fake. That yeah. is from the uh, Peter Serafinowicz <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That yeah. guy's great. I he like all great. of his impressions in two minutes or whatever. Yeah. That's all I know about him. Yeah, well, that's all you need to know. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Good, uh, good-ish job. You got a couple, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Team UK, we turn to you, and for your round, we're going to zero in on a series of real Lincoln Motor Vehicles commercials that aired back in 2014, and you still see from time to time here, featuring actor and anti-shirt activist Matthew McConaughey driving around, hmm. offering up his thoughts, his existential thoughts on the nature of luxury car <laughs> ownership. I'll play you a series of McConaughey clips. You tell me whether they are from one of those Lincoln ads. That had, like that that trouble me and follow me around the globe, <laughs> uh, or lines from his role on the HBO crime series True Detective. So, uh-huh. play you the clip. You tell me whether it's True Ad or True Detective. All right, all right, all right. That's my Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really good. I like the enunciation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Thank Where you. are they? Where the hell did Dave go? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> uh, let's begin. Sometimes you got to go back to actually move forward. And I don't mean going back to reminisce or chase ghosts. I mean going back to see where you came from. Where you been, how you got here. Jesus, see where you're like a, a little of that <laughs> goes a very long way. True ad or true detective? <laughs> ad. Yeah, okay. true ad. I can that almost hear his squinting <laughs> over a canyon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is Boy. so on point. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay, question, or clip number two. That labor under the illusion of having a self, this accretion of sensory experience and feeling, programmed with total assurance that we are each somebody. Okay, okay, stop it. That's true detective. That is true detective, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, car car makers don't love the word secretion in their their commercials, (laughs) generally speaking. Uh, Next clip. I've seen the finale of Thousand Alive, man. Young, old, each one is so sure of their realness. You know that their their sensory experience constituted. Stop it! A unique stop it! Individual. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it's it. the music. Stop it! I think it's enough. Stop it! Mm. Up to you, Jay. Oh God, no! I don't know. I feel like it sounds like it's more from a sort of. Is this a curveball, or are any of these going to be tricks? Well, well I mean, I can't tell they you. They have to be from one of from something else. We think it might. True be ad or else. true detective. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, true ad. Go on. No, that was true detective. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it was a good, I like it because it had the music behind it, so that was true. Yeah, it was, it was that a was hard, hard one. Yeah. I didn't know that one. one. It wasn't I, a curveball so much as just a hard question. And I have the DVD <laughs> of all the commercials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I revisit them so often. Okay, next clip, please. That's a big bull. 
think that's old Cyrus. 1,800 pounds and do whatever the heck I want. I can respect that. Did a horse Winnie at some point? At what point? Yeah, I, I think feel like I made that. a very similar audio collage in my years in art school. Yeah, mm. <laughs> it's quite something. He's one of the few men who is as sexy as a horse, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. um, so true, ad or true detective? I also because he's a, he's exemplifying horsepower. Oh which yes, measures which stars. Stars. true ad. Yeah. It's very true. And he said, "Heck, he sure did." <laughs> It's true. Uh, that was indeed an ad for Lincoln. <laughs> so there you go. Well yes. done. Congratulations. Yes. You guys really did well in that particular round. Let's recap those scores at this time. The U.S. has 13. The U.K. has 10. Uh, All right. Let's move on to the next round, which I am really looking forward to. We're going to have a good time. Uh, it's a brand <laughs> new segment that we are introducing right here, right now. We're unveiling mm. it. It's called Lost Lyrics. There is nothing more unifying for a group of people than being able to bond over the theme songs for classic shows like Cheers or Friends. Mm-hmm. I'll be there for you. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name, etc. Uh, but it seems like the days of peppy lyrics from the pens of your Alan Thicks are behind us. But don't worry about it, because they're not. Our TV historians have uncovered the previously unreleased lyrics that go along with those instrumental opening credits from some uh, some shows that you know and love. So, Team US, we're going to have you go first. You're going to put some words. You're going to improvise the lyrics, the lost lyrics, to the theme song of Roseanne, starting now. Well, I'm your mom, and we're going to eat some processed candies. Flannel shirts for everyone. Clean your room. Don't wanna strip tease. I forgot how sexy this song is. My husband's John Goodman from a Menon commercial. Hey, here's my nipple tassies. I'm a naked Roseanne bar. Sit on my couch with a quilt on it. Oh, yeah. strong finish. Right, I forgot right. that little spoken word part of the end. Yeah, yeah, where she gets all sassy and says, sit on my couch quilt. <laughs> oh, they were the coke years. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I need that, that digitally to put on my, my iPhone. Why, was, why so wasn't it old-timey burlesque strip song? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> Oh. Flannel shirts for everyone. Clean your room. Oh, my God. Did I enjoy that? All right. So, Team UK, you're going to be giving us the timeless, unforgettable lyrical content to the theme song from Coronation Street, starting now. Oh, to be holding laundry. Out in the back jetty. That's an alleyway. There's a man called Curly. (laughs) There is a man called Curly. People in the north are sad. (laughs) But they eat chips. I like how it ends. That sounded like it was real. And I loved it so much. And I literally was, I'm holding my heart now because you guys. And and there there is a man called Curly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There is. 
oh, to be folding laundry. <laughs> Solid work. But Chris Fairbanks really knocked it out of the park with his <laughs> with his perfect. It hurt me. His his photographic <laughs> memory of the original lyrics of the Roseanne theme song. So at the end of that round, the scores are as follows. The U.S. has 15. The U.K. has 10. You guys, we'll be right back with our final round Mm. after this. I'm Barbara Gray. I'm Brandy Posey. And I'm Tess Barker. We're Lady to Lady. Do you want to sleep over in your ears? Is that a friend in your pocket or are you just podcast to see me? We're a portable hangout you can bring to the gym, on the subway, or on an oil rig. Seriously, we have listeners who do that. Show with us while we get high with Margaret Cho. Talk showgirls with Katya from Drag Race. And hear Broadway star Anthony Rapp sing Hamilton. I am not throwing away my shot. (laughs) I am not throwing away my shot. Hey, yo, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. That's Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hey, welcome back. And now let's go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super-duper crazy hard, and I want you to know it's been as useless as firing your guns into a hurricane <laughs> as people <laughs> actually did in our own country of origin. Really? Yeah. They shot guns at the wind. They shot guns at it to make it stop. <laughs> it did not work. It yeah. did not work. Why don't you guys move here and It live did with not us. work. It did <laughs> not work. Uh, bullets went places where they should not have gone. Uh, but anyway, the winner of the final round receives one million points. Oh my so this gosh. is really this is really probably the decisive round. Yeah, uh, this is one of our favorites that we like to call "We Are the Champions." This is where we set aside the camaraderie and spirit of honorable international competition, and instead focus on what definitively makes our country better than our rivals across the sea. Get it? We're gonna I do. Defi- we're gonna yeah, you get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because of the uh, approachment of Halloween today, we're gonna ask you. Why your country is the absolute best at being afraid. Being afraid. You can interpret that any way you like, whether it's an affinity for horror movies, the results of xenophobic isolationist elections, even just the cold, icy terror of dying alone and unloved. The truth is that everyone gets scared, and I want you to know why your country is the best at it. Team UK, you're a tiny bit behind, so I'm going to have you go first. I'm putting two minutes on the clock. You let us know why the United Kingdom shakes their knees and has their hairs stand up better than anyone else. Your time starts now. Because our NHS, our National Health Service, is stretched now to the point where there are very few staff. And so you are almost certain if you go into hospital to be in more danger than if you hadn't. <laughs> OK, solid. I also think that we, um, our fear is not is not grand and like rambunctious. We don't have like, you know, a sort of like dictator at the helm and it's all sort of fire and, and hell time. It's uh, I think we our fear is very small. We're, we're afraid of ourselves. We're afraid yeah. of any true interaction. In fact, you'll remember if you came over to London, if you went on the tube at all, the minute someone even catches eye contact with you, they'll just say, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. There's nothing more yeah. frightening than repressed fear. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we are time. afraid Is of... That time? Is that time? Is that it? No, you've still got time. Sorry. Oh, oh we, Christ. We've got a man called Boris being the face of the nation overseas. Terrifying. Sure. True. I'm terrified of him. I think he's a uh, like a, uh, a Daryl Hammond character every time I see him. Mm-hmm. We don't Keep have going. access to the same drugs that you do just over the counter, so we have to be awake on planes. Oh, shit. Ugh. That's awful. Can you imagine that? And sometimes during oh. the night. Oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Oh. Or we have to go to very dark and dangerous places to collect them from unsavoury types. Uh, but we do it with a steely gaze, even, despite the fact that we are pissing ourselves with fear. <laughs> uh, and yet we still do it weekly, every Friday. I'll be honest, I don't have much in the tank for this because I think the American situation is way worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to hand this one over right now. Yeah. Sorry no. about your insomnia. We're drowning in hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> and your time is up. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I think you've laid out a very solid case. Mm-hmm. And also you've given me uh, a good uh, a good uh, title idea for my eventual Edinburgh one-man show, Steely Gaze. Great. Uh, okay, so uh, Team US, it is now your turn to tell us, tell the world, why the US is so good at being scared shitless all the damn time. Maybe you're afraid of losing, and the UK team has only made that worse. Whatever. Let us know <laughs> why we are the best at having chills sent up our spines your time starts now. Well, um, I think that um, with the uh, sort of proliferation of Fox News over the last 17 years now, and that was just manufacturing fear enough, but now we actually, we want fear so much in our country that we have outsourced it to Russian bots uh-huh. to sort of create more fear mm. in which it's impossible to fight the fear because the bots are just fighting each other. And, uh, you know, and so every everybody's afraid when there's actual sort of... Uh, Death, death storms, <laughs> broaching our broaching our wa- mm-hmm. broaching our coasts. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. And uh, and guns. So there's really nothing else. Uh, there's I, fires. There's also and fires. there's fires. They're on yeah. fire. They, all the mountains mm-hmm. are on fire. <laughs> yeah. Every mountain in America yeah, is the, on fire. Right yeah. Now. The weather is, uh, is all over the place. You know, because of Al Gore <laughs> and his invention. Every, and I just sort of like have moments where I just sort of like forget. Everything, and then I remember, you yeah. know, I remember for a second, like, who's president, and uh-huh. then I just shiver. And I think that that's a kind of fear that's pretty special, you know, that yeah. just you keep inside that just sort of pops up, you know, a few we, times a day. We have, yeah, we have a we have a president that is uh, looks up to dictators. He wants mm. to be a dictator. Oh, yeah, Duterte, <laughs> <laughs> Philippines, <laughs> let's get it. have never had that before. Uh-huh. He wants uh-huh. to be a dictator. Yeah. Well, you know, we're just... <laughs> Taking everyone backwards, uh, women, of course, and uh, minorities. Sure, no more immigrants. Uh, Sorry. You're right. They really made it easy on this one. It, we, we're sad. We got sad. We also yeah. made the movie It. I forgot to mention that. That's, oh, that's true. true. Yeah, that's, so true. that's the main one. What if Trump yeah. dressed up as that clown for Halloween? I think everyone is. He already did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if more? Um, he did 30 years ago. More support. Yeah. Getting more support. How are we doing on time? We got 10 seconds. What's our big finish? Let's stick this landing. Um uh, all in the name of God. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then I just start crying. <laughs> and okay. then I hold your yeah. I'm holding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh okay. So your time is up. I'm actually afraid and sad. <laughs> and where my mind goes to my happy place. Is uh, is folding laundry behind the rover's return? So guess what, <laughs> Team UK, you've won. You are the greatest country in the world for the next couple of weeks. They got a million. They got a million, they, oh, uh, yeah. got a million points. Woo-hoo. We still have. We still have like fifteen though. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's all I need. I'm happy. Can't with take that. those away. I take my small wins where I can get them. All right. So just to wrap this up, we're gonna we're gonna uh, plug some stuff mm-hmm. that we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're gonna let the world know where they can see us and read us and hear us and all that kind of shit. And then to offset the ego karma. Something someone else made that we want to bring the attention of our dozens of listeners to. Jessica, we'll start with you. Um, Listen to the Guilty Feminist podcast. It's on iTunes and everything else. And follow me on Twitter, please. It's at Jessica Foster Q. Great. Great. 
And something someone else did. Uh, and something someone else did. Selfish um, person. Do you got, can, mm-hmm. I don't know if, well, uh, it's been on, but if you haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale that was on Hulu, <gasps> you just have to. Like, I the loved best, it. The best yeah. book and the best adaptation of it. It's so clever how they've filled that story out and I we won't say anymore it's my favourite thing that's been on TV for years yes. oh. and I'm scared again actually it is no, it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been having nightmares I'm afraid. wasn't there brief to Elizabeth Moss just like oh. enact your upbringing mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Joe Sutherland um, oh, oh, I suppose you could also follow me on Twitter. Oh, you know what? Go on my website, joesutherland.co.uk, where I have a gallery of my water bottle designs, because um, I'm really a triple threat in that way. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where I've just tried to combine, you know, like emotive design with um, practical uh, liquid carrying vessels. Mm. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm very pleased with them. Um, and where can we find these? On my website, joesutherland.co.uk. I think they're still there. Right. Oh, if not, I'll go and put them back up. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to look at those. I am too. That yeah. was a way to get into Coachella one year is you had to turn one of the uh, garbage bins into an animal of some kind. <laughs> and right. I was like, I can do that. I want to make a bulldog. I'm going to, anyway, I'm going to enjoy your water bottles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, I, so I, I need to hear more about this, but yes, off yes. air. I'll do it this uh, year. And something someone else made. Just Something someone else made. Um, oh, I just don't know if you'd be able to get it in the States, but on Channel 4 here, there was a documentary about the last days of du- Princess Diana, um, yeah. and it was just so wonderful. I really felt like every gaze that she gave out of the window encapsulated exactly how I feel just most of the time. You know, I feel like a lot of the days <laughs> I spend just at my own yeah. window, sort of chain-smoking and thinking that everybody's <laughs> betrayed me. And, <laughs> and it was just put together in such a brilliantly, um, like, pop-tastic camp way. It's so good. So if you can find that, Is I it, think it was called The Last Days of Diana or something. I feel oh, like, I feel like it's somewhere because I feel like I heard yeah. people talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw yeah it's it streaming here around. somewhere. So watch it. it and think of Joe. <laughs> uh, Michelle Balloon. You got um, well, I own all the balloon properties on the internet, so you can go to my website at balloon.com. It's B I L O O N. I'm at balloon on Twitter, I'm at balloon on Instagram, and, uh, and just you know, type balloon in and see what happens. I mostly <laughs> am there on the results. Great, yeah, and just just uh, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, mostly okay. Twitter, Instagram. I'm uh, I'm sporadic, okay, so okay. We'll, we'll get some content up there. Yeah, last night I went to Hamilton, so I put up a picture oh, of, yes. Yeah, you did. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. Well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with someone Jim, else made. With, with Jim, Jim Hamilton. Oh, with Jim man. Hamilton. <laughs> she loves, she lives wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> Something someone else made that you okay, want to, uh, the I, world to know about. I am, I'm into um, comic book, graphic, comic books, mm-hmm. graphic novels, and a, and a really good one. I actually have the newest, um, newest volume at home, and I haven't read it yet. Is Paper Girls, and it's done by Brian K. Vaughn, who also did Why the Last Man uh-huh. and Runaways, and he's awesome. And uh, and it's about this group of uh, young, like uh, uh, 12, 13 year old uh, uh, paper girls. They mm-hmm. deliver the paper, um, and then there's an alien invasion. Great. And it's fantastic. It's Great. so good, and the art is so good. Cool. Beautiful. Chris mm-hmm. Fairbanks. I like, I like drawings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm Chris Fairbanks on, on all those. Uh, Media avenues. There's uh-huh. an underscore with my Instagram. Okay, it's in the between. I put it between my first and last name. That's a good place mm. for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm on a new uh, season of uh, One Mississippi. That was oh, great. oh I saw it. You were great on it. It was real. Quick. You were really was, good. If you blink, if you sneeze, you'd miss me. No, <laughs> like if it was a prolonged. No, it's fine. And uh, the thing I want to plug that isn't me uh-huh. is: uh, Are you in, uh, familiar with the UK comic Stuart Lee? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He has. There's something that's been on Netflix for a while. It's called Stuart Lee's Comedy Vehicle, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and each he's one of the my favorite 
comics, and I just watched the whole thing. Stunning, isn't uh, it? It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's he's riffing half of it, or it seems like he is, but it's all it's a lot of like social commentary and a, and he's also really silly. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's great. He's one of S T E W or S T U? Uh, S T E W. Yeah, S T E W. And I'm it. Each episode is like a half hour of stand up, uh-huh. and there's like a bunch of them and several seasons i'm yeah. into it uh i am at dave holmes on uh, on twitter and and, and all of the other things uh and i'm not shy about promoting my own shit the thing that i want to bring the world's attention to is uh a it's a mini podcast series called strictly business mm-hmm. uh strictly business with Derek contrera it's drew tarver playing Derek contrera who's a former like x games gold medalist mm-hmm. like you know billionaire uh skateboarder who's given it all up to be a titan of business. And so it's like five episodes of him like trying to be a success in five different different industries. Well, Paula Tompkins is in it, Lauren Lapkus, John Daly. Wow. Uh, it's so perfectly realized and hilarious. I want to see that. Yeah. Really oh, bad. my God. It's That's so funny. Right it's, on, it's a podcast. It's on Stitcher. I think it's on Stitcher Premium, but it's, it's absolutely worth it. It's so fucking funny. Wow. Oh, I my can't God. can't wait. Laugh out loud funny. Uh, all right. Michelle Balloon, Chris Fairbanks, Jessica Fosterkew. Joe Sutherland, thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Michelle Balloon, Chris Fairbanks, Jessica Fosticue, and Joe Sutherland. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Lady Tron, thanks for letting us use it. Uh, also, if you have not yet left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Please do. If it's anything other than a five-star review, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) Takes two seconds. Uh, The show is recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duanius, Jennifer Marmer, and Chris Swisher. And we are coming home with you for Thanksgiving. Bye! Mouth starts going. Uh-huh. Oh, have I been oh. yeah. jittery? Yeah, no, that's just normal. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy co- strong coffee. Yeah. Nitro cold brew. Want a sip? Hell yeah, I want a sip. Get your piles. Ah, feels good on my cold like sores. Just kidding. It feels good on my cold sores. <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard that, but they didn't. <laughs> Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.